Hello and welcome back to Supernet City. I'm Jay. I'm Keenan. And we had to put an episode out after last night. I'm going to go over the main card. Um, and I want to just briefly talk about uh, the first fight. On the prelims, uh, Marson Prachnio getting the win over Carlo Roundtree Jr. Um, a lot of the internet seems very divided. Well, I say divided, not even divided. A lot of the internet seems uh, of the opinion that Carlo Roundtree Jr. won that fight. And I'm inclined to agree with them. Yeah, absolutely. I, I believe he he won that fight. I think I had him in the second and third round. Uh, but I was saying to you, where I before the judges um, scored it, that that first round and that, that third round could have went to Prachnio. But hmm. regardless, I think Kalau done enough. Yeah, I agree. I think the probably like you say the first and the third um were close but I still I had I had um I had round trip by at least two myself. Could have even been all three. So um felt like he got robbed and I thought it was just worth mentioning but we're yeah. not gonna really we're not gonna go over the rest of the uh of the prelims. There were some there were some decent fights there but obviously the talking point um we want to get to start as soon as possible. So yeah. talking point from the main card, um, starting with Marina Rodriguez defeating Amanda Ribas. Um, I don't think many seen it going the way it did, but there's you know, she's saying she got two knockouts in one fight, uh, which is kind of funny. Um, stoppage was a bit, it was a bit weird, wasn't it? Yeah, Amanda coming in as the, the big favorite, um, a lot of hype behind her. Yeah, I mean, the stoppage were, was a bit odd. I think people would be divided with it because even though he <clears throat> ran in, like he like like he was going to stop it, he kind of stopped himself. Um, and I think I mentioned to you before we start before we started about Todorovic and um, the fellow he fought and when he he caught him, Todorovic was going in for a takedown, but the ref stopped it. And the other fella, I forgot his name, was a bit confused by that. So maybe that's what Herb was doing because as Marina was getting up, Hebas was going for that leg. So maybe Herb let it play out because she was still there. But then obviously every scene when she was on her feet, she was still a bit staggered, you know, mm. and it didn't take long after that for Herb to officially <clears throat> call the fight. But well, uh, what, 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 what did you think of that? Do you think he made the right decision or do you think he should have stopped it? Dead and then the first time. Uh, yeah, I think he should have stopped it. Dead and then the first time. I think the, uh, I think Amanda. Yeah, she did look like she was trying to get the leg, but I think that was a, a survival thing. I don't think she was actually trying to. I don't think anything was going to come of that. I don't think that indicated she was still alive. That was just the closest thing she could grab onto, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, she she was out. It it shouldn't have carried on, and yeah, the second stoppage. He's only let it hit her one more time, pretty much flush. Yeah. With that nice right hook. But um it, it shouldn't have got to that point in my opinion. Yeah, it was a, a lovely right hook that you got with that that was it. But uh I'm excited to see both of them come back again. You know, he was coming with a lot of hype and um Marina look really good. Yeah, definitely. Um so let's see what let's see what happens with Marina going forward, obviously she's gonna go ahead of Amanda in the rankings, you'd believe you'd think now anyway. Um 
And then after that, we had middleweight uh, Mahmoud Muradov and Andrew Sanchez. Mahmoud Muradov, he seems a bit of a bit of a dark horse at the moment. He's, he's somebody who people aren't getting rid of, but he, he's he's got power, he's got a lot of energy and a lot of um, weapons still still there towards the end of the fight, which I think he's now is a two or three in a, in a row. He's finished in the third round. Yeah, I, I think that that's right. So he's on a, a four-team fight win streak. I believe we, we haven't seen that since. I think most recent I can remember is Tony Ferguson when he went on a 12 fight win streak. I mean, Ahmed looks really impressive, and as you say, seems like it could be a dark, dark horse. But what did you make of the little little dance that we got from the punch? <laughs> I mean, that, that, yeah, that was hilarious. Um, always love a chicken dance, and uh, that was a good one. It, it was weird, like, because the shot that pretty much started it off to finish it wasn't it wasn't the greatest shot I mean it got him on the neck which was really weird um, but I suppose it just shows kind of the, the power he had behind it yeah at first I thought it was he'd got him on the ear but it does look more so like he hit him along the neck um, but it, it must have been a good shot if he's made him do a little chicken dance and, you know, a little wobble. And then he's, yeah. he's uh, picked his shots then, hasn't he, after that and, and finished it. So he looks very impressive. Yeah, absolutely. Um, John Calderwood beat uh, Jessica Rai. Um, Dana is said in the press conference that he's thinking she's going to get the Valentina shot that she was... You know that she was robbed of. I think was it Joanne who got injured, or was it was it Shevchenko? I believe it was Shevchenko or uh, Joanne. Joanne took a fight on short notice. I think. Um, I think it might have been the short notice thing. If I remember correctly, but I mean, yeah, I mean, she could. Uh, Valentina's looking for opponents. You know, I think. It was the last one that we were talking about to, to possibly go against Valentina after Maya. You know, it was thinking of looking at Esparza, you know, mm. and what did the other woman's name? She beat Shukagan with the body shot. Yeah, I can't think of a name off the top of my head, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, it's gone with, with a name. But I, I said to you, didn't I, if she didn't get the... Uh, Shevchenko shot straight away, then it might be that they put it against Chukagan because, as she said, she people have got to go through here basically to get to Valentina. So maybe yeah. that might be a possible opponent before she gets to Valentina. Um, but obviously, we've spoke previously about you know a lot of Murphy. You know, it's there's still a, a few other opponents in there. You know. Yeah, the the division seems fairly stacked at the minute, um, which I always find actually is quite rare with with the women's divisions. Divisions, um, I think it. I don't know why it just seems to be. You seem you just see the same sort of fighters in and around the title shots all the time in the women's division. So it's nice that there's a few options there for once. Um, yeah, but I mean, yeah, Joe Joe, I mean. She she had the shot there in the past and it, it didn't happen. So 
with that win, especially, I think it just it sets it up nicely for going after Shevchenko again and seeing where it goes from there. Yeah, and as I say, if, if she doesn't get there, let's put it against Caitlin first, you know, see, see how that goes, you know, because mm. I, I think they're going to do a spars a first for uh, Shevchenko. Um, so I think that would be a good number one contender fight. Um, but let, let let's move move on. So we got we finally got Chandler making his debut, and what a debut it was! Um, what what did you make of of that fight with Hooker? Um, I thought Chandler was in control the entire fight. Um, he didn't let Hooker's height difference or range bother him at all. He was very light on his feet. He was in and out. He was. Even when he wasn't throwing, he was keeping Hooker guessing. Um, and I said to you, didn't I? Like he, he, yeah, look at Chandler, and he's a, he's a big guy. Like in terms of his, like his bulk. size, yeah, his bulk. He's a big guy, so he clearly had power. And all it really took was one shot, and, and Hooker was down. I don't think the, I don't think the shot dazed him or anything, but it had a lot behind it. It put him down, and he, he capitalized, and it was just very easy. Um, you know, he showed why he was champion in Bellator. I know people were like saying they want him to do well just so it doesn't look like Bellator is shit compared to the <laughs> UFC all the time. Yeah. Um you know, Dana said it's it's one of the best uh debuts he's seen in the UFC. Yeah. Um said a lot of people come over to the UFC and they just they don't sort of rise to the occasion and he done more than that. Um you know, he's he's winning unranked against the, you know, six. he's winning sixth ranked yeah. killer Dan Hooker, uh, Dan Hooker probably in some of the best sort of shape and form of his career, and he's he's gone in and just wiped the floor with him. Yeah, and I'm trying to understand what what it was with Hooker because he, he didn't look like himself. I don't know if you know Chandler moving about and cutting them off in the octagon kind of put him off. Maybe he wasn't. Expects them to cut him off as well, mm. um, but it just looked like he he froze. I mean, what I, I think he got like two leg kicks in, was it? Like that, yeah. You know, so I, I'm confused by by that. But you know, maybe as as a game game plan, he just that first round, he just wants to feel him out. But obviously, you know, Chandler's got right to work. He's done well keeping them guessing using that body shot. You know, and as Cormier said, he threw it a few times, but with nothing behind it. And then when he eventually cut him off and put the left hand behind it, it's put him down. And it was a, a great shot. And then, you know, he's worked up a storm in the lightweight division already. You know, he's, he mentioned McGregor, he mentioned Poirier, and he also mentioned Habib. If he did want to come back, that it should be against him. You know, yeah. so the lightweight division, as heated as it already is, has just become more heated and more exciting. Yeah. I mean, as good as his performance was, and now he's, you know, he's showing he's the real deal. Um, I still don't think he should be in the title shot just yet. But listening to the press conference, it's probably, that's going to be the fight for the title. It's going to be, it's going to be Dustin and it's going to be Chandler. Mm. So, that's that's from Dana himself. Looks like that's what we're getting. Um, don't get me wrong, I'm all for it. I think it's going to be a great fight. Um, 
But again, I don't know if it's still not necessarily premature for Chandler. I just think there's others that have been in the UFC for quite some time who, you know, Oliveira, we, you, you've, you've said it yourself before. Um, yeah. Seems to be getting overlooked again. You know, Chandler's one fight in the UFC and looks like he's getting a title shot. Oliveira's yeah. on what? An eight fight win streak, is it? believe so, eight fights, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think at the moment, again, as good as, as as good as the performance was, and he's proved himself now, I think, Chandler, um, I think it's harsh on Oliveira if he's, if he's not in the conversation. Yeah, I, I agree. I've always rooted for Oliveira. I know he, he, he is the dark horse of that division and he keeps on proving it. Um, but... I, I don't know. I, I think if Habib comes back, they should just put someone against them. You know, it's. I feel Oliveira would be a good challenge for Habib. You know, if he, if Habib did take him down, Oliveira's got amazing jiu-jitsu that he can, you know, capitalize on. I think he'd be a good opponent for Habib. I'm not saying that Chandler and Dustin wouldn't, but I feel you know. As you say, Chandler's only had the, the one fight in UFC, you know. Mm. It, it, it's hard, the, really. Yeah, Oliver has got great jiu-jitsu and he's very good on, on the floor. But what you've got to remember is there's there's huge there's a huge difference to the grand game of jiu-jitsu to the grand game of sambo mm. wrestling at Khabibas. And the, it's, you know, they might be both heavily ground game, but it's it's like... It's apples and oranges, you know what I mean? The two yeah. completely different Um could be shown time and time again that it, it doesn't matter how good you are on the floor. If he wants you to if he wants to, to take you back, he's gonna take you back. If he wants to go if he wants full guard, if he wants half guard, he's he's gonna get whatever he wants, kind of thing. Yeah. He's just he's just his fight IQ is just beyond like he, he knows he, he he walks people down, he makes them tired. And when they get tired, that's when he pounces, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's just so good at it. And like you said, it's everyone knows what he's going to do. Try and stop him. And yeah. that's, you know, the same can be said for the best in any single sport out there. Um, one I've used in the past is someone always used to say about a football player, Iron Robin. All he'd ever do is get the ball on the right, cut in on his left and shoot. Everyone knew what he was going to do, um, but you couldn't stop him. And the best are hard to stop, even if it's predictable. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we're not. If he comes back, we'll we'll probably get another Dominic Cruz video showing how easy it is to beat Khabib, who's twenty nine now. But yeah, it's just it was crazy. But I mean, the main event um, was just kind of. <laughs> you know what? It, it kind of actually went the, the way it, I, I was kind of expecting it to go the way it did. I thought McGregor would be. Uh, would be strong at first. He he connected with a lot, but I f- you know I think the first round was actually fairly even. I think Connor started stronger as the round progressed. Dustin was coming more into it. Um, I think Connor probably did win the first round in fairness, but it was very very close. And then come the second round, this problem as we now know is he didn't check any leg kicks. Mm. Um, I think he checked one, didn't he? That was it. One, I think, and yeah, as you say, that that first round was very, very close, very contested, you know. Uh, Boye 
had the, the takedown, but as we said, he didn't really do anything with it. He spent, I think, over half of the first round against the cage, you know, so that, that was a, a little battle for control. And then when they, they did break, I think, you know, they, they both landed shots themselves. But it's weird, Justin didn't really use leg kicks. You know, he, he got a few in, but it was that second round that he really used them and got them. I think there was a point where he kind of, like, threw a, a right hook and a left hook and kind of, like, moved. And you were saying, with me, like, you can't be just throwing wing shots like that against Connor because he will pick you apart. But I think Dustin's played a good game. He's He showed his durability, his toughness by taking Connor's early shots. And he's had a brilliant game plan to, to beat one of the best, you know, let's be honest. See, uh, I think the thing is with Conor McGregor is um, if he if he can't finish it early, he, he, he's not really sure with the with the um with the one exception to this rule being the second Diaz fight, if he can't get you out there early, he doesn't really know what to do. Mm. Um and that's shown he, he he's not he's not really got a plan B. As I say, the fact that he'd fought with the second Diaz fight, the fact that he'd fought the first Diaz fight, we all know he tried to finish Diaz early and it failed. Yeah. You can't finish don't finish a Diaz. It just doesn't happen. So he failed and he got rocked, went for the takedown. We all know what happened after that. Second fight, he knew he weren't going to finish it, so he knew he just had to keep him at his distance, hit him with as many good shots as he could, and he got the, what's still probably a very contested <laughs> victory. Um, you know, yeah. there's still people who will say Diaz won it. Um, it was a close fight, but he knew what he had to do to to, to go the five rounds. He knew he had to go the five rounds with, with Nate that time. Yeah. Um, but it seems, other than that fight, he's not really ever had an idea of how to Make a fight last if if he can't finish them early, um, and I think it showed. He's tried to finish Dustin early last uh, with the fight yesterday, and Dustin survived. Mm-hmm. And you know, he, to be fair, Dustin, when it came to the punches, Dustin only caught him with a couple, and that's about the end. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I I said to you last night, Connor doesn't like getting hit. Yeah. Um, so I think Connor, we need. Again, as much as I'm still not a fan of him and I probably never will be, getting a motivated Conor back is a, would be a game-changer, whether he is actually motivated to carry on fighting. I know we said he wants to fight again this year, so maybe we'll see, but some it, Conor motivated is, is is different. And I think the fact that he's only four, I think it's now, what, seven fights in, in six years or something like that? Six years, yeah. Um. He hasn't been active enough. He hasn't been taking it seriously. Um, you know, he's been he's been getting some. He's been getting easy opponents, in, in my opinion. Even even the first Diaz fight would have got looked at as an easy win for Connor, and it backfired. Yeah. Um. So Eddie Alvarez was just he wasn't on Connor's level, and he knew that. Um. Cerrone, as much as everyone loves him, he, he wasn't on Connor's level and he knew that. Yeah. So they've been, for me, they've been giving him easy fights until it got to a point where it's like, okay, we've, we've kind of got to put you with Khabib now, where it's never going to be an easy fight and he, and he lost. Um, you know, even going back a bit further, I mean, like, 
Chad Mendes, they probably considered an easy fight. Um, and I said to you last night, you know, I was gutted with that one because Mendes was actually, in my opinion, winning that fight up until McGregor turned it around. Yeah. Um, so I think the problem is with McGregor for me, he's still a very as good as he is at what he's good at. I think he's still a bit one-dimensional. Yeah, I think I agree with the the statement that a motivator Connor is really good for the sport. You know, he he brings in every kind of fan. You know, hardcores, casuals, if you want to use that word. He brings in every type of fan, and it's only good for the sport. You know, and I'd like to see a motivator Connor back. But now it's it's interesting because you mentioned the Diaz thing. Obviously, Dana White was talking about Diaz coming back to lightweight. He seemed to have an opponent in mind. Connor seems very uh, up for the trilogy. I mean, what do you think? First, let me just say, you know, props to Dustin for getting the finish for KO or TKO, whatever you want to call it. Connor, you know, it's the first time it's ever happened to him. Now, we, we, witnessed history in a sense so props to him for that but what do you think now happens in the division so obviously let's start with with Diaz who do you think the opponent is or who do you think it should be for Diaz Um, I think I think Diaz is a hard one to call really because he hasn't again he's a bit like a bit like Connor he hasn't fought in lightweight for a while um, everyone who should be, you know, I think if it's not maybe if it's not going to be Oliveira in the title fight, maybe go with Oliveira. Um, if they decide to put Oliveira in the title fight with with Justin, maybe give maybe go, you know, Chandler. Um, you know the thing is that with Diaz is he was always a household name. He was always a fan favorite. Beating McGregor made him a money fight. Mm. So, you know. I mean, look at the BMF fight with Masvidal. That was a bit. It was a good. It was a fun fight, but it was a bit of a sort of farce. Yeah. The BMF fight, I don't know that. You know what I mean? Um. So I don't know. Maybe as I say, do you need? I don't think you can. You can't look at the rest of it until you know what's going on with the title picture because at the minute we know Khabib's not going to hold the division up, but everybody needs to know who they're aiming for, kind of thing. So yeah. I think. You've got to sort out who's fighting for the title and then work your way down. It can't be the other way around at the moment. And to kind of go with that, if Habib was to come back, if he was to say, yeah, I'll do one more fight, who are the UFC choosing out of the contenders to be a good matchup for Habib? Um, I mean, right now, you've you've got to say it's... it's I know he's already beaten, but you've got to say it's Dustin. Mm. Um. He's let let's say Khabib is an active lightweight at the minute amongst active lightweights. He's the best, right? He's the best without question at the minute. Yeah. Um. I think I think Ferguson fight is out of the question, coming off back to back losses. Um. I think I think it's I think it's I think it would be unfair if Chandler got a shot at Khabib so early. Um. Yeah. I don't see point in a Diaz fight with him. Um, Hooker's probably out of the equation now. Felder prob- probably isn't even in the conversation at the minute. As, yeah. Again, as much as everybody loves Paul Felder, 
Um, he's just he's not in that conversation right now. Um, I don't know. Maybe even if they decide to to go, he could even decide to to bring Max up. But I think they're happy with Max staying a, you know, at one thirty five and having a lightweight different. Um, but I mean, that would be an exciting fight if it happened. Max and Khabib. Um, especially with Max's performance a couple of weeks ago. So that would possibly be an option, but it's hard to say. Khabib doesn't seem like the type of fighter who wants to rerun old fights, which is yeah. why I don't think I don't think he's gonna fight Dustin. He's not gonna fight Justin, he's not gonna fight Connor. I'd say I don't think Ferguson's gonna happen now with the two losses back to back. Um it's a tough one. I don't think and I think for me this is the reason why he's probably not gonna come back. I don't think there's a fight really there that interests him enough in terms of a new fight. And yeah. like I say, he's not gonna I don't think he's gonna rerun old fights. So where does he where does he go from there? It's hard to say. Yeah. As as you say, in you know, in terms of the ones that he hasn't faced and won, you know, there's only a couple of names that will come to mind, you know, obviously Oliveira. Chandler, even though he's only won the one fight, you know, he's right there in the mix. You know, it's, you know, I mean, RDA come back up to lightweight, had the fight against Felder, you know. I mean, I, I think Nate come back, I don't think he, he gets into those talks straight away. That's why I'm intrigued to see who they have planned for him to fight, because I think Dana said it'd be good for both of them. Um. But, but it is, I think we need a, a solid answer from Dana and Habib. Is is he come back? Yes or no? Okay, if it's no, let's sort a champion out who, who should fight to win the title and then let's go from there. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, it was a, a very, very entertaining card. As I say, there's four finishes out of the five in the main, the main card. It was... A very good one. It was worth staying up till six o'clock in the morning for. Yeah. <laughs> and we had a little hiccup, didn't we? A few, seems like a few people had a hiccup in terms of it wasn't coming on at first, yeah. Oh. Yeah, you know what? Dana actually, um, I think Dana spoke about that in the press conference, so I don't think it was just the Virgin Media thing. In the end, I think it was like the whole pay-per-view was just down on like the West Coast or something, he said. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But... We come back on before the fight's even started, so that that's all that matters. Yeah. Um, when when you're staying up till till six in the morning, it gets to three. The one thing you want don't want to see is there's a problem with this channel. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then as soon as we start, we see DC getting frightened by some drones. You know. Yeah. It's weird to come on the broadcast and DC is just like looking up at the looking up in the sky, <laughs> not paying attention. He's very easily distracted, is DC. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Um, great job from all of them yeah yeah they're a good they're, they're a good little trio John uh, DC and, and Paul I like yeah. them together um, but yeah it, like I say we've got to just see what the title picture looks like for Lightweight before you can start looking at the rest of the the rest of it um, you know but looking ahead we've got some good good fights coming up pretty much I think it's five title fights in in March, yeah, um, that's right. That, that's going to be fun to to look at. We'll talk about them in more detail another time. 
Yeah. Um, obviously, we want the focus to be on last night's event, but something to look forward to. And obviously, next week, you've got um, the Overeem Volkov card, which should be a good one. Some good people on that. Yeah. Um, so, should be a good one. But, yeah, the diamond, shining bright. Um, Very bright. And he's cemented himself now. He's he's fighting for the, he's pretty much confirmed fighting for the title. Let's see who that is, whether it's Oliveira, whether it's Chandler or somebody else. Yeah. But the night belonged to Dustin and he, he deserved it thoroughly. And he's definitely not going to get overlooked anymore. And if he does, that's just mental. No. <laughs> Mentioning that, did you see what Dana said in the press conference? Somebody, yeah. So somebody asked him if he thought um, Dustin was getting overlooked coming up to the fight. And I, I picked up on this myself and I'll, I'll mention that in a minute. But Dana said, um, I, I had to talk about Dustin in so many of the press conferences because yeah. the press went. Um, and yeah, I noticed that. I mean, I think that's part of one of the things that I'm not really, f- I don't like McGregor because of. Now, this isn't fully his fault. This is obviously the broadcasters. It's the media never on him. Yeah, but like, so over the year in the UK, we obviously watch it on BT Sport. Um, BT Sport's promo for it was just all McGregor. Barely mentioned Dust. Didn't mention Dust under all no. until it shows... Dustin versus McGregor too. And it's like, that pissed me off because it's like, it, it there's two people in that fight. It's not just Conor, it's not Conor McGregor fighting himself. It's not yeah. a Conor McGregor shadow boxing event. It's Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier. So, it that does me head in. I don't like that. Um, and you do it with, they, they always do it with the, with the British ones, obviously. Same with like boxing when it's Anthony Joshua fighting. It's all Anthony Joshua this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And, and Anthony Joshua fighting Carlos to camp. It's like <laughs> you don't know what you, you it's like you don't want you to see what this other fighter looks like until he's in the fucking ring with them or the yeah. other one. And it's uh, bad, uh, bad, it's bad media know. bias. I don't like I don't like media bias. It's one yeah. thing I don't like. You know, it's and, and that's why like a lot of people tend to gravitate towards Connor as well because of how the media, you know, puts all the attention on him. I mean Yeah. But even in, in BT Sports promo, they were still showing footage of the bus attack. I'm like, that mm. that was a that was a fucking that was a criminal thing you done, and you're yeah. promoting it. You yeah. might as well have shot someone in the face, and then you can promote that on there as well. You know, I'm surprised they didn't have the CCTV footage of him punching the old man in the face. Who, by the way, ate that shot better than most fighters. Yeah, the fella didn't even notice he punched him. I don't think. No, it's mad. I mean, it's like he said in the conference, it was 2018, you know what I mean? It's 2021 now, you know, let's leave it where it is. That first fight happened, I doubt the second fight's going to happen now, you know. I agree, leave it, but then it doesn't help that broadcasters are still putting that footage in, you know, in there mm. in to, to promote his fights. doesn't make any sense. UFC want to leave it behind. Connor wants to leave it behind. Could be probably wants to leave it behind. Nobody else seems to. Yeah, but as you say, so it's, it's, it's everything with everything with the the media, and I think it's probably saying fans as well will gravitate towards that show. You know, Connor yeah. in in a sort of good light, even though it, it's not really. Um, yeah, it was, well, it was it was a great card. Um, props to props to Connor for the donation. He lived up to. He, lived up to his end of the bargain uh, you know half a million dollars I think is the donation to Dustin's charity so that um, 
you know, that's massive, that's huge. So fair play there. And he also got to try the hot sauce. So <laughs> once, once Aldara go, if he'll do the distribution, as he said, if it's a good good product. If he thinks he can make him money, he'll do it. So yeah. we know that. Um, no, but like I say, last night it belongs to Dustin. Yep. He, um, he shocked the world. He'd done something nobody's been able to do ever. And he knocked out Conor McGregor. So we'll leave it there. Congratulations, Dustin. Can't wait to see you back again. Super necessary, over and out. It was super necessary.